Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast. The official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I'm joined here today by Gabriel Brangers. Good morning. And Robbie Payne from an undisclosed location. Yes, I am near the <laughs> beach, south. We'll just say that he is. He is in the south, near a beach. That's all. That's all. That's I don't, all. I don't the care to tell people. I don't care to tell people. I'm in. I'm in Gulf Shores, uh, wrapping up Lucky. Uh, a week of vacation. So it's it's been nice to get away for a little bit. Yeah, and like a in a in a family vacation too, which is always fun. Like with your yeah, with your, so, your brother and other others joining, which is always fun. Yeah. So my parents rented the house and uh here with my family and my brother's whole family and so yeah, there's eleven of us here in this house and we've been just doing all kinds of fun stuff uh for the week. So played some golf, been to the beach multiple times, saw some sharks. Um we uh we went on a dolphin cruise last night, so they, I've never done this before. Uh, but it's, they, they take the boats out and tandem kind of in the, in the Gulf, uh, or in a bay, I'm sorry, a little bit. And they, they find the dolphins, I guess I'm assuming through radar. And then they run the boats together and the wake of both boats between them creates like this nonstop one big wave, uh, that follows the boats. And then the dolphins love that. And so then they, they jump in the waves and jump out of the waves. And so <laughs> That's it's awesome. Wow. <clears throat> Yeah, I got all these videos of these dolphins that's, like right up on our boat just doing tricks like out in the wild. So these aren't trained, you know, fed dolphins. Yeah. They just we'll like to we'll need to share waves. some of those. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh it was really fun. Um Dolphins yeah. are amazing. Yeah, amazing creatures. We, <laughs> just and we've seen in general. They, every day we've been here, the beach has had the purple I think the purple flag which just says there's a lot of marine life. Um and we are on the literally on the end uh of of this run of beach. Um that that is 
part of Gulf Shores, I think, and past it is it's just I guess County Beach, or whatever. So there's no housing, nothing on it. So we we walked a good mile down the beach in that direction, and they're right. There's all kinds of uh, stuff. Like we've seen dolphins just off the coast quite a bit. Wow. Um, but then uh, I mean, we've walked up probably no more than two feet away from us, like almost reach out and touch them on uh, stingrays that are probably two, three feet wide. Um, And granted, they're scared to death of you. uh, But, you know, like you'd be walking and the wave washes up and you look down and just see it kind of, you know, know, just like you would see it in in an aquarium or whatever, just kind of floating around the bottom. It's like, holy crap, that thing is huge. (laughs) Um, And then yesterday down down that far of the beach, we looked out and this other couple had come up and they said, we think we just saw a shark and like, Oh my gosh, really? Are you sure it's not a dolphin? You know, cause people freak out. They see the dolphin and they're like, no, we know it's definitely a shark. And then we look out and there were two of them. Wow. Uh, they, they weren't great white sharks or anything like that, but I don't know whatever a standard shark looks like. That's not the size of a great white, you know, white a bull, bottom, bull great, shark probably. Yeah. 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 Something like that. Bull uh, shark. But there are two of them just, and I'm, they were probably no more than 40 feet off the, off the beach coast. Uh, so we probably got back down because the jellyfish started rolling in yesterday too out of nowhere. So it's I'm like, out when the jellyfish yep. show yeah, up. The jellyfish. My, my, my brother and his wife both got stung. Yeah, uh, and so we, last time I, I was think, in Gulf Shores, the the jellyfish were really bad, and they said it was just I don't know what was going on, but something was yeah. going on, and they were just coming up. Yep, really bad. Yeah, but that's so yeah. But we got we got quite a few beach trips without any incidents. Yesterday was lively. Uh, but we have a pool here at the house and then there's this, like the end of this little thing has, it's just like a circle road and there's just a bunch of houses that basically most of them are ones that people rent. Um, just big, you know, group houses kind of thing. Uh, so it's really quiet back where we are. And then there's one pool in the middle of all these houses. So the kids have gotten to swim in the big pool and there's a small pool out, out in the back. And so our kids have literally swam or gone to the beach 80% of the time. So yeah, it's that's amazing. It's been relaxing. It's not been you know doing a bunch of weird and wild stuff. It's just yeah. been fun. Just just chill, had a good time. which is good. Yep. Yeah, that's dope. Well, it it uh, it it you every time you seem to go on vacation, uh, yep. Uh, yep. something gets announced. Yep, I, I said this, and I was like, hundred percent. And it, you're usually somewhere where you either don't have internet access yeah. or or like pulling a, out a Chromebook and typing would be really awkward. Yeah. Like, so let's. <laughs> I mean, this the the story is. Was it the original Pixelbook? You were on the cruise? No, no. Uh, what was it? No, gosh. So the and, and what's funny is I thought I was going to be this wasn't going to happen because we can't say what we that we had an embargoed meeting on Thursday. Uh, with a company about some Chromebooks. And so I was like, that's going to be the thing. Like, but I can plan it. Like I already know yeah. it's on the calendar. I'm going to, I'm going to sit in on that. And that's going to be the, the release for this particular vacation. And then Monday I'm on the golf course and this <laughs> pixel thing happens. But yeah, <laughs> I was, uh, I was on a cruise when Gabe found a uh, reference of the first Snapdragon Chromebook. That was a big ah, deal. That's right. Uh, and I was, I was, I think we were in Honduras. And so I had, or no, we were on the cruise and we got to Honduras and then my yeah, phone you were, light. you had made port. Yeah. yeah. I remember so that. my phone lights up with, you know, every notification from ever. And, uh, that's part of that. Um, so I'm like, I don't want to go to Honduras. I want to figure out what's going on. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, I was in Florida when the pixel original pixel was announced that, that event, I remember sitting kind of in a situation like Matt now tucked away in a room, uh, 
uh, trying to watch a, a Google event. Um, geez, what a, uh, there's been there's, others. There's been others. I know, I know there has been. It just seems, yeah, it seems like that stuff just kind of follows me around um, when I go on vacation. But we also go on vacation at times like this, where this is kind of that time of year. I mean, we got yeah. another invite to another NDA thing just today. You know, yeah, it's late like, late summer, kind of, yeah, yeah. It's it's a time when when tech stuff starts happening, starts oh, yeah. churning up. Yep. Uh, so I, yeah. I applaud Google for what they've done with this. I I like this. I, I, like I agree. It steps. feels like they finally figured out how a to flow. like <laughs> market a product, and now they have a product that's worth marketing. Not that not that they haven't made good products in the past, but this this should live up to at least most of the hype. I would hope. I, th- I think so. So I guess we need to state what uh, what actually happened in case in case. I mean, yeah, I haven't read it yet. What happened? Yeah, what happened? I don't even know. <laughs> what, I've I literally have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I have no clue what's going on. <laughs> this this podcast is a complete mystery to me. <laughs> um, I'll let you all actually explain because I wasn't around when it happened. Like I was out on the golf course, so I was hours late to this. It was all yeah. these. I, I saw messages. I had to catch up. Uh, Monday evening uh, when I got back. So I'll, I'll kind of let you guys yeah. explain so, what, how it happened more real time. Yeah. So, so, so we're, we're talking about uh, the Google pixel six and the pixel six pro, the new flagship phones from Google. And basically say it, the, the sixel. Yes. Uh, no, no, yeah. I'm glad they didn't call it the sixel. I'm, Rest I'm in actually, peace. I know I'm very, very glad. I mean, I don't love the pro like nomenclature, like I don't love that. I think it's silly yeah, it's that everything's though. pro. It's, yeah, but it's what people want to buy. But man. people, it's people seem to like expect that now for uh, especially said, like flagship like the actual the actual name six XL. Like that's yeah, terrible. It, it just doesn't sound good. Yeah, no. yeah. Six Pro sounds nice, and, and it does. Yeah, and so basically, these phones have have leaked quite a bit. Uh, I'll shout out again. I mean, I know we've talked about him on this podcast, but uh, John Prosser with um, Front what's, Page Tech, yeah, Front Page Tech, uh, his his YouTube channel now website uh, has had some good leaks, and we got to see kind of this this interesting design, and you know, it, it seemed seemed like that was what they were going to do, and mm-hmm. then Monday I'm scrolling open up instagram and scroll through instagram and boom there's a post from made by google and introducing the pixel 6 and pixel 6 pro yeah and, and this wasn't like just a oh here's a little teaser thing it was full blown coordinated facebook yeah. twitter instagram you name it it was everywhere page. google's retweeting the made by google account yeah. and it page they, they on on over. keyword which is their their main kind of company blog mm-hmm. Uh, page on the Google Store. I mean, whole nine yards. This thing basically um, was announced. I mean, it it was announced. Uh, it, it just the, the only thing is you can't buy it yet. It's it's not. It, it, they're they're leaking their own. <laughs> they're announcing and leaking their basically, own phone. Yeah. So which they is just fine. announced. I like it. They just announced all this Nest hardware too. Is it was this the Google event? No. <laughs> no. Well, what are they going to do at the Google event? Uh. Yeah, have hors d'oeuvres and <laughs> talk well, to Michael got, Fisher. Uh, well, I I would say like I mean they left out a ton of details. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Phones. But um, you know, because I mean they didn't even they, they didn't even disclose the the uh, megapixel count on the cameras. No. Um, yeah, there's still a lot of details. But um, I think you know the stuff that has leaked hardcore, like where it's 
no question, this is probably true, where the renders have leaked out. Here's what it looks like. Here's the size, the screens, and the, their own silicon. Like, I think those things were, were things that they knew, people knew, that stuff's already there. Like, we know this stuff. Like, it's been, well, we think the, the megapixels on the camera are going to be this, and we think the performance of the GS1, or what? I'm sorry, Tensor chip Tensor, is going to be which this I way. love, by the way. Yeah. Well, I yeah, love we'll that they're doing that. that. Yeah, we'll that get whole to that thing in a second. I love it. Um, you know, like, I, I think those things everybody has said, we think this, we think that, this should be this, this should be that. And so I think what they can do now is they've just deflated every bit of leak culture around this. Yeah. Um, they, they've completely taken, they've taken the ball back basically. Um, and I don't, I don't remember where I read it, but um, I think it was, it might've been Dieter's. Yeah, it was, it was Dieter's video. Actually. I think he goes into some detail about uh, at the end of his video, talking about how Google is, um, really really planning on their i think it was in their investor call possibly where they went ahead and said yeah we're going to dump a lot of money into marketing for this yes. thing yeah um, that's that's a big deal they, and um, the, yeah they said especially uh around the end of your uh holiday hardware. shopping season yes season so and they specifically so, said hardware like advertising yeah, so, for hardware right and so mm-hmm. that makes it really clear to me again like what gabe said a minute ago like this is this isn't the first Pixel phone, and I don't want to downplay the importance of what Google's done thus far no, in this, not at in this all. space. Like, I don't want to say that everything they've done has just been a flop, it's been terrible. I've loved Pixel phones, and most people that have used them love them. But people that didn't use them most times didn't really know about them um, or what they were or what they were trying to be or any of those things. And so, you know, outside of the, the influence tech sphere, most people just didn't know what pixel was. They didn't know that Google made a phone, you know, they still, they still link Google with Android. It's just like the marketing has never been there. Um, you know, a few YouTube ads and a couple commercials during, you know, some football games or something. That's yeah. fine. You know, but that's the kind of marketing a Chromebook gets. Let's be honest, like no big deal. And so if they're talking to their investors and say, Hey, look, everything's going good. Uh, just need to warn you, we're going to be spending like wild people uh, when it comes to um, the holiday season. We're, we're going to be spending a lot of money uh, to a company the size of Google to say that they're going to be spending a lot of money on advertising means they're going to be advertising a lot, a lot around yeah. these phones. Um, and, and so I think it's a really interesting step for them to go ahead and say, like, uh, let's let's put out let's let us start crafting this narrative. You know, let's get our whoever it is they're they're hiring or whoever they acquired or whatever they're doing for their marketing and saying, hey, look, we're going to get out in front of this. So instead of sitting back and, and letting leak culture take over a la Pixel 3, 3XL, which is a nightmare, um, and then basically getting pantsed at their own <laughs> event. I mean, it was ridiculous. Um, you well, know, the and then, whole way they did it was it was terrible it was terrible and so like let's not act like oh that was fun no it wasn't it was terrible it it was embarrassing to 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 be a fan of like google hardware at that event i was just like oh crap let's can we talk about the pixel slate and oh yeah that turned out to be pretty crappy too and so i I feel like they're i don't know like they've taken these years to kind of drum up to this point and it's it's cool to see because We've been saying this. I don't remember which podcast we've said it in, 
But we have been saying this thing that we feel like last year they just kind of stood back and, and waited for their silicon to come up. And now that it's here, it feels like, man, they are ready. And, they and are ready. And, and really, this this announcement, it, I, I pulled it up because I wanted to, I wanted to, I thought this was the headline, but I wanted to clarify. If you go to uh, blog blog.google, so the, the um, keyword, the headline that Rick Osterlo put out was Google Tensor debuts on the on the new Pixel 6 this yeah. fall. Like the yeah. headline was the chip. And yep. that was this announcement really. We got we got some specs, a few specs on the phones. Um it, it and Robbie mentioned it. There were a couple videos that went out uh primarily from uh, MKBHD and The Verge. Those were the two main ones. I think there were probably I think CNET maybe had some hands on. CNET and Engadget. Yes. Engadget maybe a few others. I'm sure they maybe had a very small um, group of yeah. people that they I mean, allowed no filming, talking. no filming. So no one had any hands on yeah. uh, photo or video, but they got to actually hold the phone and <clears throat> right. which we've seen this before. They'll fly like four or five people out to Mountain yeah. View. And then two weeks later, like, Oh yeah, I was in Mountain View. And it's well, not that unusual. Everyone, so. everyone, everyone's comments on Marquez's uh, videos. Anytime he like talks about something like this is so funny because everyone says, Hey, hey, what's up, uh, MKBHD here? So I've been using the Pixel Six right. for two weeks now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, this whole this 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 whole announcement was this chip, um, and I, I just if gosh, I just really, really, really hope it stands up. And I mean, I, there there's there's no reason it's it's not going to. So <laughs> I, I, it looks to be uh, an amazing amazing chip and and something that. I think is going to catapult um, th- this this hardware. I think this is going to be the true final, like finally flagship level phones yes. from yeah. Google. That's going to get advertised. It's going to get out in the market. People are going to see it and hopefully want to go buy it rather than walking in and you know maybe there's one Google nerd there that's buying a Pixel and yeah. someone else is like oh what is that I don't even know what a phone is I didn't know Google yeah it's kind of what OnePlus did too I mean OnePlus was for the techies for a long time and now you can walk into your T-Mobile and you can get whatever the latest they have the flagship OnePluses they have the mid-range with the N200 the Nord and I think the the processor is probably the key to all of this Google can continue to iterate on the design of the phone and the specs and I don't want to set the bar too high because we know this chip isn't going to be the most powerful thing out there, but it's going to be powerful enough to do everything Google wants to do. But they're using that Tensor branding, which is their TPUs that they use for their servers and all yeah. that other stuff. I think this kind of falls in a similar vein as what Apple did with when they started yeah. branding everything Bionic. So yeah. now you buy a Google phone, it has a Tensor, it has whatever their latest Tensor processor yep. is, and, then, and they can tweak it and adjust it to work. You know, you can take a more powerful processor in a computer and you can nerf it based on the specs of the device that's built around it. And you can actually have a lesser processor that performs better in a specific device because it's designed for that device so that's not to say google's ever going to make the most powerful mobile phone out there but their phone's going to work perfectly with the hardware and the processor that they've married 
Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unboxed. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unboxed or click the link down in the show notes. Right, I'm not. stoked on video from what from yeah. what Marquez uh, yeah, and yeah. and Dieter both said about video. And we've said this so many times. Like <clears throat> again, you can look at a spec sheet, you can look at benchmarks all you want, but that 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 vertical integration of hardware and software coming together and Google being able to now rather than trying to take these processors that they've been using, which they had in and Marquez pointed this out in his video, you take this processor or you take this um um this uh, uh, freaking this what what Sony I forget the name of it. The, they've used the same whatever. Sony lens oh, forever, yeah, the, like yeah, in all these yeah, phones. Yeah. Uh, basically, they have that lens and their algorithm dialed right, so they didn't want to really change it up. Like they knew their image processing and this lens worked well together. Hey, we're just going to keep right. and rolling that was with that. fine because they were they were they had enough breathing room that that didn't need to be their focus for the last couple of iterations. Yeah. But now the industry's kind of caught up, and it's like, okay, now we need to. We need to focus on that. So they can now take, you know, some of that processing and have it all built into this new, you know, SOC to where video can finally be amazing on a pixel, which it should be. Like, just use all of that same processing that you have for your images that you've freaking nailed over the past couple years and just apply that to video. Um, Yeah, I'm I, I, I'm beyond excited. Okay, I, I do want to talk just like, uh, do you have one other thing? Gabe? I was going to say, I, I'm going to publish this probably tonight or tomorrow, but I, there's been a lot of people asking, you know, will we see a Chromebook? I personally don't believe we'll see a iteration with this Tensor chip. I, I do think that Google will pursue it, but for people who are saying, oh, we might, you know, get a Chromebook by the end of the year with a, a Google Chromebook with the Tensor chip, I don't see it happening. I don't think I so. Think, no. I think Google's going to focus on the phone, and then they're going to work on, on tweaking this chip, and then maybe the next generation. Because if you think about it, as far as we know, there's nothing in the works for Google. So if they do release a Chromebook with this processor in it, it would probably be... I mean, end of the year would be pushing it. Yeah, I don't, but you I, figure if they do, let's say Q two of next year, that chip's already going to be falling probably a little bit behind what yeah. MediaTek and everyone else is trying to do. So it would behoove them to say, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna push another year before we do another Chromebook, and we'll put our Gen two Tensor Unit chip in that." Yeah, yep. my guess there. I don't have to write the article now. Yeah, it's already boom, done. boom. So. uh I want to talk a little bit about the design here in a second, uh, but a couple of these specs, like we said, they didn't announce uh, announce many specs. The only thing they they basically clarified here: six point seven inch uh, QHD plus on the Pro, one hundred and twenty mm-hmm. hertz refresh rate on those, and it's going to have three cameras on the back, wide angle, ultra wide, and then the um, 
what's uh, a periscoping uh, 4x? Yeah, this is folding 4x. A folding, yeah, a folded telephoto lens. And yeah. then they didn't give any other specs. They just said that the wide-angle lens is going to let in 150% more light. That's a lot. <laughs> and that was I was the, like, was I, that on I read the standard or was that on the? So uh, that's the that's going to. That's that's on the regular main uh, okay. wide angle lens. That's going to be your your main that's, your main lens, that's uh, which is it's it, that's going to be insane. So all these you know they they've already gotten so good at low light with just image oh. processing, uh, and now to have a, a sensor that's going to let in that much more light, it's this this these cameras are going to be insane. I'm just going to yeah, take I mean, your word that that's a good thing. Yeah, I don't know I, what any of that means. yeah. So I mean, any, 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 you know, same thing. Like when we film, you know, dropping the aperture down as low as I can, letting in more light, creating more bokeh. Like the, you're just giving more data to the sensor. Basically, okay, you're letting cool. in, you're letting in more information for the sensor to then process. Yeah, because uh, I'm that guy. I'm, I'm, I'm the Android version of many iPhone buyers. I'm mm -hmm. like, can I point and click and yeah. take good picture? Yeah. Awesome. It's I'm this sold. is this is gonna help your it's gonna help everything, really. I mean cool. it's gonna make it's gonna make the cameras better. Uh the six, uh so the regular Pixel six, six point four inch, full H D on that one at a ninety hertz. And which is it plenty, doesn't by have which is my, which is my fine. One, yeah. My OnePlus eight T I'm looking at has yeah. a six point five five inch screen and it's full H D and there's never a time where I'm like, Ugh, Yeah, man, that, the, look at those the, pixels. This, you can't the screen see on that yeah, the screen on, on that phone is is fantastic and i think this one will stand up the same whole single hole punch on the front amazing are they both, are they both 120 hertz <clears throat> uh no that one's 90 uh, so the oh. six is 90 hertz yeah. okay uh did i say 120 i might have said 120 packs uh no, but I, just, I, I didn't remember yeah. um and then that one the the six loses the telephoto so you're not getting the telephoto right. on that uh the design like I, I feel like we've said this a couple times the hump I'm just getting more and more used to it. Like yep. I'm getting more, like the more I'm looking at these images, I'm like, oh, I like it. Like well, at first it looked so, uh, it looked weird. It looked like it was going to be really big. I'm looking at this one photo on Google right here where it's laying flat oh, yeah. and it looks amazing. And that's my thing. The minute, the minute I saw it, I was, a, I was kind of turned off by that. And then I was showing my wife cause obviously I'm already in my mind condoning uh, it's funny. I feel like my nine pro has stopped working well because it knows it's going to be traded. <laughs> it's just been really buggy lately. Like I'm not getting notification. Anyway, I showed it to her and I'm like, man, I really love the colors on this phone, especially if they do a pixel watch and this, but man, that hump on the back. So she took the case off of her nine pro and laid it down on the coffee table and said, it's really not any bigger than that. No. I'm like, you know what? It's really not. No. It's just, the, it's a different design is what it and is. Two things here. One, it's uniform, so it's not going to yes. wobble around on the desk, exactly. which is awesome. Uh, and two, uh, I think every video I watched, every person said, yeah, there's this hump, because they, they talked about it, um, and said it's far less pronounced in person than it is in multiple videos. Mm -hmm. um, talked about the same thing with the Nexus 6P, which was a Huawei phone mm -hmm. that had a big kind of camera bar at the top. And in renders, it was like, oh, my, look at this huge hump. And I remember getting that phone and being like, oh, this isn't that bad at all. Like, you don't even barely notice it. So I, I honestly, I don't think at all that this is going to be some sort of 
turn off or whatever. No. And you're probably going to have a case that I guarantee butts up right up to it. Oh, yeah. Now, that's what we have. I mean, the and, cases we have for our pros are they, they pretty yeah. much flush the camera. Yeah. I just My only disappointment is the color that I really the like coral. is the six. Yes. The coral. And yeah. that's the one that they've advertised a lot. I'm, it's kind of interesting that they didn't put that one on the pro. The pro has these kind of more... Uh, what would you call it? Industrial looking, yeah, muted, like, industrial, yeah, yeah, like more professional vibe. I maybe. don't know what it, with this lightish orange, peachish color. I think that one's gonna look cool in person. Yeah, I just I saw when they when the renders came out of the orange the the renders were way more orange than this was. This yeah. is coral like, but the orange with the orange wash yes. accents. Uh, I'm like, that's it. I will yeah. buy that combination, yeah. but it doesn't look like that's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm looking yeah. at the Pixel 6 Pro that's the white bottom with yep. the gray on the top. Yes. That's, oh, it's that's so my, clean. That's mine. It's it's still it still gives me the like the panda vibes, right? Cuz oh, yeah. it's got 100%. the, you know, it's it's got the whole the whole black and white. I it, I'm looking at this photo here. It doesn't look like they've did an accent on the color but or on the uh volume no, rocker or power look button. Like it, no. Normally they do a nice little color pop on those, but again the pro the pro has this so like all the railing and mm -hmm. the um, the metal kind of like enclosure around the the camera bump on the pro is all um, you know it's a polished shiny. aluminum yeah. yeah shiny color it does it does give it a, a more um, yeah like professional look or more premium look maybe a little less playful. Uh, yeah. whereas, yep. you know, the six definitely has the coral color and it has the other like bluish gray with the green, like, you know, a couple more kind of fun colors. This pro though, this thing is like, I mean, this is, like, this is competing with the top, top flagship phones. Yeah. The Think Galaxy S21 Ultra. That's where this thing's aiming. And uh, I think it was Dieter that said just like the rigidity of it and the build of it. And it just like. It feels very premium, and it's going to be a premium price tag. I think Ursula said like it's going to yeah. they're going to be competing in the premium space, and I think The Verge or someone said yeah, that's that's going to mean that's going to mean thousand plus for sure. Which yeah. I mean is is that's what you pay for a super nice phone these days. So yeah, um, the the cool thing I think that they're doing here is like with the Pixel Six, I think the things that they're adding to the Pro are I don't want to say they're Pro features but they are additions. Like there are things right. that I don't think you need to enjoy the experience. Like I honestly look at the pixel six and think I'd be real happy with that phone. I really think I would be like, I like flat screens. So there, there's a very tiny curve to the pixel six pro screen. Yep. Um, I think it's probably going to be in the line of like the one plus nine pro like Gabe's phone. The, the curve on the edge of the screen is not, intrusive like no it's, no it's barely even notice it once you get a yeah. case on it it just kind of looks nice and, you know it, and it does like curved screens on the edges look nice uh and when they're not excessive it's not that big of a deal but i still like flat screens uh, and so you get a flat screen with the pixel 6 i like the the black railing of the last few pixels i yeah. like that it's grippy. Yeah. I think it, it looks cool. I, and it's matte. Like, it. like it's a matte finish on yeah. the 6, which is dope. It looks really cool. I like that stuff. And so I'm like, and I don't care about telephoto photos, to be honest with you, with my phone. I just, that is such a rare use case for me. Wide angle, 100% is the useful thing. Um, and so you're not going to lose anything from the, like technically for most people, I think from the camera uh, perspective, you're not going to lose a ton there. 90 hertz on the screen is fine. Like 120 does look a little smoother, 
but it doesn't look smoother until you hold them side by side. A 90 hertz phone yeah. feels buttery. When I pick my wife's Pixel 4 XL up and scroll, yeah, I don't immediately notice a difference between it and my 120 hertz on my phone. Like I just don't. Um, and so, like you're talking about taking away things that, yes, I think are going to add to the overall package, 100. percent But the biggest thing here is the fact that the Pixel 6 is what still 6.4. Four. Yeah. That's that's still big. Yeah. <laughs> it's still a plenty big phone. Like the phone I'm using right now, I feel like is almost on the edge of being too large. Sometimes I'm yep. like, Ugh. like there's there's almost too much screen here, and it's 6.55. That's what OnePlus has gone with for a while. So 1.15 inches, I mean, that's a very, very small difference. I probably would never notice that. And so I'm like, I'm looking at the Pixel 6 and knowing I'm probably going to go for the Pro, um, but knowing that, you know, I own the Galaxy S21 Ultra for 22 hours. And... <laughs> it was it was one of those it was one of the, those awesome Robbie experiences where yeah. he was so hyped. It was like, kind of stoked to go try this phone and then we're just like gabe and i are just waiting for the the message in in our group we, chat we that, take that says now. that yeah. says i'm taking it back yeah <laughs> it's, it's always a wager now when robbie buys a new thing that's out of his out of his norm out of the comfort zone yeah um, but it's it, it i mean it's a, yeah it's always it's fun a, but he tries slab. i mean yeah mm-hmm. I, do, so. I do i, I attempt but it was a slab man it was so oh, big yeah. Yeah, this, this like there, that a... was part of it, and then I'm like, the pro is going to be that. Like, it's that's huge. It's what is it? Six point six point seven. Let me scroll back up here. It is it a six point seven inch. Screen. That's a big. Yeah, that's, big. Big. Yeah. that's now, gonna be the largest screen on a Pixel, right? Well, by far, the yeah, Pixel easily. Four XL yeah. six point two. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. And so it makes it, to me, it makes it interesting. Normally, I would say, yep, high-end phone, 100% all the way for me. But I'm like, eh, as long as the processor and the RAM are the same, and I still get a high enough refresh screen, and I'm going to get pretty much the same. Like, I, I always have to look at, like, what am I going to miss out on? Am I going to miss that? You know, uh, I mean, I'll, let's be honest, I'm probably going to end up going with a Pro, but it's cool that the Pixel 6 is good enough this year that, like, with the 4 and 4 XL, there was no way ever I was ever going to buy the Pixel 4. And it held, it had the same specs, but it was so tiny, you know, and, and a lot of phones, a lot of times the pro has these things that are so much better than the standard phone that it's Mm -hmm. like, Oh, I don't know if I'd, I I wouldn't want to give up all of those things, but I'm like, I think they've been smart with the things they've added. Like they're going to, they're going to be value adds. Don't get me wrong. They're not just gimmicks. Uh, 120 Hertz screen is better. I mean, it really is when you look at them side by side and, the screen size for a lot of people is going to be better. Again, it may be for me. I, I, I really would like to hold both of them. Um, that right. telephoto lens is going to come in handy for yeah. some people. See, like, it's funny. Like you said, you don't use it very often. I use mm-hmm. the zoom on on my 4XL constantly or any phone that I have. I always, like if I'm taking a portrait, I'm always using that because uh, it creates a little bit more natural bokeh. Yeah, which by the way, that the combination, I, I mentioned this earlier in the cameras, the combination of having a 4x optical zoom with Google's ability to do their machine learning zooming stuff that they do already yep. is going to be pretty phenomenal. Yeah, you're uh, going to be able to. What what was the the demo that they had for the last phone where they like zoomed across the 
bay by the gold gate bridge <laughs> or something oh, and, yeah. and it was like fixing itself as it zoomed in yeah just insane stuff yeah um so. and you know and i think the same goes for the other sensors you know like yeah. if if it is a 48 or 50 megapixel sensor and you know these cameras and these algorithms have all this data to work with now yeah, exactly gosh and then yeah, it's going to be amazing and then the video like what Dieter was saying like they're because of this <clears throat> vertical integration that stack is now able to um, it's not just like a pipe dream of saying, why can't Google just do the same thing they do with fit photos? Like apparently that's exactly what they're doing uh, and what they showed off in these videos. Like they're able to apply the same machine learning algorithms for HDR and all that stuff real time in video so, because of tensor. Apparently there was a demo that they, that they had and in, in both Marquez and Dieter said like, obviously Google's going to create a scenario yes. that's going to make them look the best. Right. But, <clears throat> apparently it was a i'm i'm looking uh, at the verge article now let me see if i can find yeah, it they, okay yeah so both... said, they said it was a simple pan across a beach uh, with the sun setting in frame and basically you know the 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 they compared it with the pixel 6 the pixel 5 and the iphone uh 12 pro max and the and the, the pixel looked the best like yeah that's insane and, and to um, me i'm like i get it they are going to paint it in the best light for sure that's a pretty straightforward shot. Yeah. And that's a shot that gets a lot of people when they're videoing. Like they don't realize, like I can't point to the light source. And then when I do that, it really freaks the camera out and they doesn't know what to do with all that stuff, because especially pixel users. Cause we're used to, you know, grabbing a phone and pointing at whatever you want and it'll fix it. Like I literally say this all the time. I have pixel fix it. Yep. <laughs> like yep. it'll just fix it. I don't know. Well, that's, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, the lighting sucks, but the pixel will fix it. Like it's fine. Well, yeah. And, 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 and again, the 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 processing happening on the TPU and happening what, what how did they say it like Osterlo said like inline processing basically you right. know like the ability to do that HDR processing in video and have it come out the way that it, it does is is due to that inline processing and being able to handle some of that processing on the chip now and having it all vertically integrated you know I mean from ground up they're they're able to to say, "Hey, we want the we want it to do this now." Okay, team, let's do this, this, and this. You know, like they can actually right. build it out the way that they want. And yeah, dude, it's it's gonna be insane. I cannot wait. I haven't been this excited. I totally missed that in display fingerprint sensor. Oh yeah, so oh, yeah. they, they clarify that. For me, that. it yeah. will literally it, it this will just be like a nice smooth transition to yeah, a better this phone is, to a this pixel is be version a, this of is what I be have. A, a unicorn. <laughs> I mean, I feel like this it is. is going to be a I, I agree. Phone. I agree. And I, I hate to set my expectations so high. I really do because hmm. I feel like that's just asking for letdown. But I'm just like, I, I feel like my expectations. <laughs> this for one's it shaping being, up, though, man. Yeah, are, they're this being one's set shaping up for things that I think Google's 100% able to accomplish. I'm not because here's the thing. I, I think they're going to take this tensor. Uh, what are we going to call this? Tensor CPU or tensor? SOC, they are not calling it a because yeah. it, it includes everything. The yeah. Tensor yeah. has the the AI, the GPU, CPU, 5G, the Titan M2, all of it's on sense on Tensor. You know, you know what we sensor. need to do is we the need Tensor to, Sensor. That's what we're we'll going to A yeah. little digger, bigger, uh, a deeper dig into the TPUs that are in their servers. So yeah. what is included? Because uh, yeah. those are those are Tensor processing units, is what they're exactly. Yes. So like, what is in a TPU? Yeah. 
versus what's in this SOC and like what's the difference and let's and just call Rick person. maybe he'll give us a little yeah. maybe see if he wants to be on the podcast I would next love week. That. we actually could yeah. we could call Alex I mean it, I'm sure he could give us you know I mean they can't go into their trade secrets but he could give us some insight about the process of yeah. how they went about designing in there and there yeah and we should we should we should really do that uh, if anyone's listening from Mountain View Hit us up, We're Alex. Gonna, yeah, we saw you. Yeah, earlier Alex this a, week, Alex um, did a great job on yeah. a on a call that we can't talk about yet. But uh, oh, yeah. we always <laughs> love we always love chatting with him. He's uh, awesome. Guy. So I'll mention too. Uh, Sundar put out a tweet and had a paperclip and a little tensor chip. And yeah, I yeah. mean they're they're super excited about this. He said he said that this tensor builds off of our two decades of computing experience, and it's our biggest innovation in Pixel to date. You know what's crazy, I mean, though? That's... If you look at the Edge TPU that they're using for their cloud stuff, it fits on the head. Two of them will fit on the head of a penny. That's insane. I mean, it's just, it's mind-blowing. Yeah. But, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, it, I guess the point I was kind of uh, trying to get to was Google's pouring a lot into this. Clearly, they made this announcement to highlight Tensor. Um, and with it, if the only thing they accomplish is the ability to finally completely stretch their legs yes. from a photo and video standpoint yep. and the rest of the phone's okay. Like it's not slow. I mean, as long as it, you know, can play your games like, like for me, I'm looking at it from my perspective of, of building this phone up in my head. I feel like they're going to deliver on the camera stuff because they've done that so often with mm-hmm. much lesser hardware. So they, they've gotten a whole new palette to paint from here. So I, I feel very confident they're going to deliver some mind blowing camera visuals. As long as yeah. this thing also can play PUBG and some of the games that we play and doesn't lag when it moves around, which they do a good job in their UI with pretty trashy hardware, to be honest with you. Like the Pixel 5 gets around just fine on general yeah. tasks. Yeah. Um, and so, again, this processor is built from the ground up knowing we're going to build this. We're putting Android, we're putting our version of Android on this thing. So... I have no doubt it's going to perform well from that standpoint. What else is left exactly? Like, right. It feels like, okay, cool. You got it. Like I, I don't need much else from my phone. I need it to take great photos and videos. I need it to be fast enough to get my work done, answer emails and check the web and all that kind of stuff, which even mid range processors do that just fine these days. I do need it to play my games well. And that's the only thing mm-hmm. I mean, they, they mm-hmm. won't address that. Like we won't know that until we buy it and have it in hand. Um, and, and I'm hoping uh, things go okay with that. But I know that, you know, game developers could be a little weird with certain stuff. And so this is a new processor. And I, I have the feeling that there could be situations where this this game is not available on your device yet or something. Yeah. I, yeah. Maybe. Um, I hope not. Um, some of that could come up at first. But if Google's doing the time and effort to market this thing properly, there's Every no reason. Every big that game they, should play. Yeah, perfect. Like that. In theory, yeah. Yeah. they're doing that, that. And and Google Google's good about reaching out with partners and developers and all that kind of stuff. And so I mean, you got to think they run the main Android developer conference. So it's not it's not like they're probably not sharing this to. They, they probably look at the Play Store and go, okay, top one thousand apps and games. We need to make sure that we're keeping these people in the loop. Like, hey, we got a big phone launch coming out and. We don't want egg on our face here, so yep. let's work together. And make sure that this this works. Well, I'm making and, some assumptions, though. Yeah, so, 
Yeah, in 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 uh, and not to mention we haven't even mentioned just AI and machine learning and and how that's going to uh, yeah. make the assistant just even better on this phone. That's, that's yeah, something that's, obviously Google is very very invested in, and that's something that's just going to get better with this chip. Well, and we didn't we haven't even touched on it yet, but you know when when Gabe asked the question earlier, like what are they going to do at their event? Like is that it? Uh, you know, if if Tensor is the thing, I could see them having a whole event really leaned into because I guarantee you there are going to be some new things that Assistant will be able to do mm-hmm. only on the Pixel. I would yeah. guarantee it. And so if that's the case, now they get to do an event where they get to lean into all the stuff that they've probably just been waiting to do mm-hmm. the way they want to do it for a long time. And so I imagine <laughs> the Pixel or the, the Pixel 6 will probably usher in a whole new version, a whole new feel, a whole new capability set for uh, the Google Assistant. And I could see Tensor, I, mark my words, I, and I think Michael Perigo said this in one of our chats or something, five years, Tensor will be in every piece of Google hardware. Absolutely. 100%. It'll be yeah, everything. Why, yeah, why do, I mean, the, these chips can be customized for whatever they need. It can yep. be in all of their Nest stuff, their smart speakers, yep. smart displays, Watch. watches, you name it. Yep, everything. It'll be and there's no everything. reason for them not to. Uh, doorbells and uh, yeah. cameras, yeah. Clips. which were announced. Yeah, Clips. Clips. <laughs> They're bringing clips back, baby. If you don't know what that is, Google it. <laughs> okay, uh, let's, let's take a quick break for an ad. We still have, like... I, this is this is typical Chromecast. Like, we haven't even started yet. We're forty minutes in, and we're and we're still just <laughs> geeking out over this phone. Okay, let's take a quick break for an ad, and we'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service, and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device, whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device. NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Alrighty, welcome back, everyone. So we were talking about the Pixel 6 and the 6 Pro. Uh, during our break there, we were, we were kind of thinking through if we needed it to discuss anything else. I think the, the main other thing we need to point out here is that this was just an announcement this was just hey here's the phone it was mainly the chip and they didn't give us date uh, that this is going to be available or when it's the hardware event or pricing uh the only mention of pricing was just when osterlo said this is going to be competing in the premium space um so gabe pointed out though in the video there are a ton of references to the date 9.30, 9.30, so September 30th. Yeah, and it's not just the date. Like, the time on the phone is always 9.30, and then there's some different animations that go 9.30 that kind of look like a date, and then it's the time. But August 2nd is in the video also, which was the day that they announced it. It was this Monday. So that's just my thought is, you know, August 2nd, we tease it. 9.30, we have a hardware event. Because fall starts when? 22nd of September? Yep. So Sounds 9.30 right. would be the fall. Yeah, there we go. There you go. Because yeah, oh yeah, on on the Google Store, if you click into the uh, the six, it just says this coming fall. Coming this fall. Yeah, that's all it says. So man, I hope it's available that day. Not hey, it's official. You can get. And, and they, 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 I mean, they, 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 they usually they've, they've do. That. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's that's been the the protocol. I think 
for this phone as as much as they're hyping it since they've already announced it it would right. make no sense to have an event when it's in n- not make it available that day. Yeah. Uh, we should be able to walk out and go to wherever, wherever and buy it. Yeah. I mean, stores they, should be set up with displays. If we go, they should, I mean, come on, they should just give us uh, a of course. few, of course, Boom. them or one of the PR companies. Six. Yeah. Yeah. So we all, got, we all got pixel fours a couple of years ago. Let's yeah, go we pixel did. Sixes now. Uh, you guys got fours. I got Ooh, left out. He got a nest mini. <laughs> I got a. <laughs> I got a clip. What? Why got did a, that happen? That was. I weird. got a clip. It was. It, I, they because remember they said it was just random. They said it was a random ordering. Because remember I went up there. Oh, and I was yeah, like, hey, right. two guys from our publication both You're got. Like, hey, you guys forgot to put my phone in here. So well, I just came the only reason. Like, the only reason. I, phone. The only reason I was like bummed about it was the other dude from some other publication. It wasn't like one of the huge publications, some other smaller publication. He got both, didn't he? He got both phones. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, I didn't even get one. This is garbage. (laughs) How dare you invite me to your event and not give me a phone? It is weird. I mean, I understand the size of the publication probably has some, something to do with, but it's weird how the, the, how random that is. Yeah. And it's, you know, and obviously those are, those are for us to take and review and, and spend time with. Um, so, you know, it's, it's not like, it's not like those are straight up gifts necessarily. Right. You know, these are for us to use for, for work. Uh, but it was funny. I was like, Oh, come on. That dude got two <laughs> phones. I got no phones. Uh, yeah, whatever. So hopefully, hopefully nine thirty. I mean, that would be amazing. Uh, my birthday's on the 28th. That could be a, that could be an awesome little, little birthday, uh, around my birthday celebration extravaganza whatever you want to call it so stay tuned obviously as we figure out more details with this if there are additional leaks which i'm sure there probably will be we're going to write about it on chromebox.com so stay tuned over there um so one other quick google uh announcement here just randomly a couple days ago we saw a new um security camera and a new doorbell leak uh michael perigo wrote about that over on the site and then the next day, boom, they just announced them again. They, they've just kind of been doing this, uh, especially with some of the kind of like smaller releases, whether it's speakers or now uh, some new cameras, security cameras and a doorbell. They just, they just put them out like, hey, here it is. There, there they are. Like, go buy them. They're going to be available. I think a couple of them are pre-order right now. But basically, they announced a battery-powered indoor-outdoor security camera that is amazing. Like, this thing looks so cool, and the way that it works, you have this base that you can put anywhere because it's battery-powered. So, for right. me, personally, I bought some some Wise cameras. Well, I don't have electric ran out front, so I was going to have to go up in my attic and run electric and basically put an outlet up there so that I could do it. So, basically, I haven't done that. They're just sitting in my windowsill for now, which is fine. It works, but it's not great. The front one, I can't angle just right. So these, you could literally just put them wherever you want. You can put them inside. You can put them outside. They're they're you know uh, they're water resistant, weatherproof, whatever. And the base is uh, you know a little uh, circle, and it has a little indention, a little dimple in the middle. And the camera just pops on there and mm-hmm. is is magnetic. And then you can angle the camera however you want. I was like, this is amazing. Like, what a cool idea and a a, a cool way to create. Uh, Again, they, like Google is just making great hardware right now, and they're putting out stuff yep. that seems thought out and and well put Consumer together. Consumer focused. Consumer I focused. Mean, great, exactly. Great way to put it. And so, 
they've got that one. They also announced a wired version, so there is a cheaper wired version that I think is uh, I think is ninety nine dollars, which is the cheapest camera they've ever put out. Mm-hmm. But they also announced a new doorbell. So the doorbell looks amazing, comes in a couple cool colors, has a nice little big big button on the bottom that glows and just again, just well done, consumer focused products that uh, are just kind of getting announced randomly, which is fine to me, honestly. I don't I don't mind that. Just hey, if you all have been working on something, if it's ready to go, you know, do what you did. Put it all out on social, make a splash. Like everyone picked it up, everyone wrote about it. You don't have to save it for the event. Mm-hmm. At the end of the right. day, those products kind of get lost in an, in, a, in an event anyway. Everyone's there to look at the phones and stuff. So, uh, cool products. I am personally definitely interested in both of them, the the battery powered camera and the doorbell. I've I've kind of enjoyed the the wise cameras uh you have to have the wise app it doesn't integrate directly into nest so i would be interested in maybe trying these and seeing how uh, obviously they're going to be it's going to be better at the end of the day it is what it is like you you the the camera the wise cameras work they're fine they do what they're supposed to do but these are these are taking it up a notch and so i'm definitely interested in maybe trying them maybe we can get them to send us a couple and we can put them in our new studio yeah i've emailed uh, yesterday so hopefully we'll uh, hear back on that so um so i'm trying i'm looking around i'm trying to find have you all seen anything on where they've shared numbers for the battery life for these battery powered ones i don't know that they said the battery uh kind of important right uh, yeah uh hold on no maybe it was it was on I don't know. I don't want to click around because I'm recording here, but yeah, Hold. see if you find it. I'll try to. So yeah, obviously that's very important. It does. It does. I I saw in one of the videos, the battery uh, life or the battery percentage is front and center as soon as you open up the camera. Obviously, there's some uh, uh, probably notification stuff as the battery gets low. It's going to let you know. The right. other cool thing is these work offline because they're battery powered. If the power goes out, these cameras are going to continue working. Yep. Which is a that's huge. I mean, that's a that's a big selling feature for me. Well, to be and honest, I think probably I mean, for a lot of the people. The idea of just being able to have something that you don't need professional, you don't have to go hire an electrician. Exactly. That's why wise cameras are pretty awesome. But like this idea of you know, I'm, I'm assuming if the battery life is good enough, I mean, how good is good enough? Uh, <laughs> right. For the, for the the number, like what what for you all? What, what battery number is is good enough? Uh, it it needs to it needs to be long enough that you can put this thing up and almost kind of forget about it and it's up for for me like six months and then you're like oh oh i need to pop it down and charge it real quick Mm, it's probably not going to be close to that but i'm not feeling that (laughs) did you find Uh, it no there there was something i'm trying to find it right now there was some of these uh some of these cameras like we did a project with our former employer where we were time lapsing oh those things were crazy and it, they were for months, but they also only took a frame every few seconds. Uh, but they did every second all the time. If the doorbell's smart enough not to wake up and do things, but when there's nothing going on, um, I could see the doorbell lasting for quite some time. And you know, yeah, as long as the 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 uh, necessity for charging isn't excessive, I love the idea of a battery powered security thing. Like, and and as long as it alerts you, makes it very clear. Hey, you need to get this thing charged. Um, then you can kind of decide when when you do that. Like you can do it in the evening when you're home. You grab your couple things and bring them in and charge them up real fast, and and that's done for the quarter or whatever you know for the year. 
I don't know why I can't find this. There was yeah, a picture I, I, where they showed the batteries being put into the device, and it said something about the milliamps, but I cannot find that photo to save my life. I just clicked into an article, and I, I would have thought it would be right here. It was in the preview. It says it's it's based on <clears throat> it's based on how many recorded sessions, obviously. Well, that, so that makes sense. But good golly, why why is this not? Um, Okay, well, that's weird. Yeah, you would think that that would have been front and center. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, will run up to six months on a single charge. Wow. Nest can uh, so oh that's the doorbell. Nest can wow. can run up to seven months before you need to recharge. Okay, so yeah, I'm, to me, if my number was three months, like if once yeah. a quarter, I gotta think about hey, yeah. grab my stuff down and charge it up real quick. And, ag- and again, yeah. it's USB C. Cool, pop it off, <laughs> throw it it'll on your Chromebook charger, and it'll, it'll probably, probably charge up. Some version yeah. of quick charge probably in an hour. Yeah, and um, it's yeah. and it's done. Throw it back up. Yeah, that's yeah. completely cool. Like charge it every week. No bueno. Hundred percent. Like that would be almost the, like the not total killer. Yeah, that yeah. would be not usable. They're like um, it'll get like two days of battery life. It's yeah. Great. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like no, that's terrible. Like uh, yeah, these are these are a great idea, but they're literally always dead. So that, yeah. and they never work. <laughs> Again, that would be something old Google would have done. It seems like new Google's new Google is stepping it up. They're they're it's a whole new whole new world. It seems like. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's a six thousand milliamp battery. Yeah, and, and again, if you if you're constantly having sessions recorded, you know, if you have people coming, yeah. if you get Amazon deliveries every single day, and it's just getting recordings constantly. It's not going to last as long. Can you buy a second battery pack and just rotate them out? Uh, it's internal battery. It's not a swappable battery. I don't believe that. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Why would it charge via USB-C if the battery is... Based on okay. an image I have in my head that I think I made up from somewhere, <laughs> I, think I think it's removable. I think you totally <laughs> dreamed that, dude. Shut up. Better yet, I just want to be able to put Duracells in it. Thank you. Because <laughs> I want to buy go. D batteries. I need yeah. to go. I need to go to the grocery and buy some D no, batteries no, no. Wow. for my I cameras. Be, I want it to be one of the flat batteries that I'm never going to remember the name of. So when I go to the grocery, I'm like, I need to buy that battery. I don't yeah. remember what it is. Yep. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I'd rather. You have to go ask someone. Thirty. Yeah. Cr fifty six twenty seven. Better like, yet, you know better yet, and they're like, we don't know. And then better like, yet, it's what? just two. It's just two watch batteries. And it no, lasts. it's too easy. Yeah, too easy. Too easy. easy. It's got to be one yeah. of those, but the yeah. bigger one, like the bigger <laughs> random ones. Like I've got one of those in my car keys, for instance, and the batteries go low. I'm like, yep. <sighs> yeah. Time to go find this. Yeah. Go on an excursion. Yeah. <clears throat> so, okay. That's all of the Google stuff. Just that. 57 minutes of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Obviously, more details to come on the phones. We didn't hear this. This announcement included nothing about the watch, which we fully expect to, to be announced in the in the hardware event. And here's still my still here. a lot more to come. Hopefully, a teaser of a Tensor powered Chromebook. They don't have to <gasps> do that. They can just show just a silhouette of the edge of a Chromebook and say Tensor coming to Chromebooks in the future. Whatever. Just make That's it official. It. Just make it official. Oh. Exactly. Yeah, just, just, just let us know that you're me. working on it. Surely, yes. surely, 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 they are doing that. It'd be crazy if not. But just yeah, just yeah. give us give us something. Well, like Mar- Marquez mentioned in his video, doing this like 
taking a chip even if it's not even if they had to build a completely different chip for the phone it has nothing to do with the ones that are in their server hardware just the fact that they used a similar branding tells me that they want this to be a cross yes multi-device yep. cross kind of cross platform Absolutely. uh chip yep. why else would you take that tensor branding right so right. surely 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 this is going to go in a chromebook um yeah. marquez mentioned it in his video you know this could be something you could use in a chromebook or a tablet or whatever he didn't say that anyone from google had said made any mention of that he was just making no, no. a speculation but i think that at this event if all they say if because this event like we said is probably going to be a lot about the the chip and what the chip does and how the chip's going to yeah. be you know, an innovation and how it's going to move out, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're going to make a big deal about it. Just say, just make it official. Coming soon to a Chromebook. And, you know, we're, we're including this chip into our in-house Chromebooks. And, ah, just say it. Just mention it. Just give us some hope. Just give us some hope. Okay, let's talk about uh, two other Chromebooks that showed up at the office last week. We have had a just flood of Chromebooks showing up at our office, which is amazing. We have unboxings <clears throat> and reviews left and right so if you're anticipating a review or something just bear with us bear with us we're still a small team. they're all coming bear with us uh the unboxings are so much fun they're 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 easy easy to fairly easy to produce and they're just fun if you want to watch robbie truly geek out over a chromebook go check out our unboxing of the cx9 so we got two two devices we got in the asus cx9 three devices i'm sorry four devices <laughs> five devices. Yeah. Gabe's just yeah, yeah. Gabe's just throwing up numbers no, over just four. It's just um, four one of them's not a chromebook so. yeah so the cx9 was probably the most anticipated device that we had come in that we were most excited about and just go watch the unboxing it was fun it was a fun unboxing there were some cool boxes i don't know if anyone mentioned i need to go look at the comments if anyone mentioned that you didn't you didn't put the chromebook on the stand the way that yeah the, i didn't the, give the, the I'm, I'm giving air quotes i didn't give the laptop stand a, a, a fair, fair shake a fair chance because uh, like the way the device folds or hinges up it creates it doesn't fold it's not it a, creates a ledge yeah and the so back. the ledge was was supposed to hook and if you look at the diagram it says it's supposed to hook up there so whatever yeah, robbie, whatever. robbie messed it up yeah, but I made, uh, I made it look bad yeah but it's just a little gimmicky thing. It's just part of the packaging that folds back and creates a little. Well, shelf. that box that Google sent us that you were supposed to fold into like oh. a. Did we ever even like, like no? That we couldn't figure it out. It was no. like a coffee table or something. You're supposed to Nobody. fold it. In. Nobody did that. Yeah, that it was for so the, uh, the 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 what they call that the night in or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that yes, was, it was that supposed was to turn like so an end table or something. <laughs> it was so magazine silly. rack. Yeah. If Luke had been, if hey, if we'd had Luke on board uh, Luke at that time, he would have figured it out. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that thing was silly, ridiculous. So yeah, we just uh, had to literally cut the thing into pieces and build this thing. I'm like, that's not how this works, guys. Like, it should yeah. be I unfold this and fold it on new folds, and it makes something else like that. Maybe, but it's like, no, cut this into random pieces. Go get your measuring tape, and like I could do this with anything. Is it this box yeah. you gave me? Isn't special? It's just corrugated cardboard. Right. And you're going to make me go build something out of it. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Just so, keep anywho. Keep making phones. Google. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. So, so okay. The devices we got in. Let's run through those. The CX-9. Whew. The Flip. CX-5. Fifth, or 5400. 5400. And then what's the uh, tablet? The CM3 detachable. CM3. Yeah. Okay. There we go. CM3 detachable. So yeah, okay. we've got uh, we we had the CM3 already 
uh, we did the unboxing on it. Um, to be fair, I don't, I'm not really sure what we're going to do with it from a review standpoint. It's just honestly, it's not a device I would recommend um, anyone get uh, with the the current crop of uh, devices that exist on the market right now. It's just, I don't know, it's just one of those weird devices. So um, the CM3 detachable, however, I didn't even spend much time with it because it came in the day I, I we left for vacation. So I toyed with it for a minute, um, but I already like a lot of what uh, what it's doing. Like I like. Um, I like a lot of parts of it. And so um, I, I think getting to spend a little bit more time with it, it's just a slightly larger duet, um, slightly nicer, uh, slightly more feature rich, but it's the same processor inside. So you can't expect a whole lot more performance out of the thing. Uh, but I, I'll be interested to spend a little bit more time. It's got a housed stylus. Uh, so that's a nice little touch. Um, it, you know, brings some, some cool stuff to the table. Um, and then you've got um, the the CX nine, which I mean, I spent literally what the time on camera with it. That was it. That's that's the time I spent with it because Gabe was so excited about that one. I uh, I, I lent that one off uh, before I left. And you're um, never getting it back. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> and then I spent I spent what time I spent on a Chromebook this week with the CX five, uh, the fifty four hundred version, and uh, I've been very very um, happy with this Chromebook. Like I, I like this Chromebook a whole lot. Um, so that's a lot of hardware, uh, to talk about. Um, uh, but I think the overriding, um, narrative here is that along with the CX five that we've already reviewed, that was pretty excellent. My wife's got it. Um, the CM five we haven't reviewed yet. Um, mainly because it's another device. I just, I, with the, the AMD processors doing the, what they do from a um, throttling perspective, it's the CM5 and the CX5 are literally the same Chromebook uh, with different processors inside and a slightly different paint job. Impossible to recommend the CM5. I just, I can't. And and we've had some questions here lately. Are you guys going to review it? And like, we're going to tell people not to buy it. Yeah. Um, it's because hard because I feel like we, you know, we, we obviously need to take the good and the bad, but it's just so hard to do it, it, to invest that much time just to simply say, Hey, look, this isn't the it. device you're looking for. But I mean, maybe we should. I yeah. I mean, we gotta, I we gotta, we weird. gotta let people know that it's maybe we just do written we, reviews for those. Well, I mean, I think we talk about them. Um, we're going to lump it in, I think with uh, another AMD Chromebook and, and kind of use that as the ability to say, uh, you know, ultimately, if there weren't, I don't know, if there weren't a Chromebook that was literally the exact same thing with a much more capable, much less uh, borked processor inside, then, you know, it'd be like, okay, let's take the highlights and just know that when you're off charge, you know, you're going to lose some power. Maybe, uh, maybe this is the Chromebook for you. I don't know. Uh, but as it stands, there's just no reason. There's no reason to go buy that Chromebook uh, when, when an identical one with, a processor that runs into none of these problems is available for cheaper. Also, <laughs> just doesn't. Or no, it's not. Yeah, it is cheaper. I think the CM five is five ninety nine. The CX five is five sixty nine, and it's better. I, there's just no reason. Um, so we'll clarify that at least. But these newer Chromebooks that we've got our hands on, specifically the CX five fifty four hundred and the CX nine, are. Um, they're just in another league, it feels like, right now. And that's really cool to me. 
uh, from from an Asus Chromebook point of view because I like Asus. Um, I have for a long time, and I don't know. I've I've hated to be so let down by their stuff uh, over the last few years, and I'm I'm not kidding. It has been an absolute joy to use this Chromebook while I've been on vacation. It every single time I pick it up, I'm like, man, I I like this device, and you know, I'm sitting here recording. Um, we're using Zencaster to capture audio, capturing audio with the built-in mics on this Asus. Um, it's been recording. I've got multiple tabs open and this is a fanless, uh, Tiger Lake device. So it's got the lower, lower TDP, uh, Tiger Lake chip in it. Uh, and I mean, it's, it's, it's a stretch to even say it's warm at this point. I mean, it's, it is not, not just not hot. It's barely warm um and it's been on screen on you know up decent brightness i've got let's see four tabs a couple chats and again i'm recording real-time audio on it for this podcast and so i you know i I feel like the chip uh, the chipset's going to perform without overheating so no fans completely silent rigid uh fantastic keyboard great trackpad um the screen is held up. I've been, I'm sitting by a window right now. Um, and it's not even at full brightness. I, you know, built in stylus. It's great. This is a great Chromebook. Uh, but as great as it is, I keep thinking about my few minutes I got to spend with the CX nine and I think it is greater. Um, yeah. Different, different, <laughs> different strokes for different folks. I mean, those are, you know, the, the different, um, I think I think different Chromebooks, right? I mean, people that are interested in buying the Flip maybe aren't considering this CX nine. I don't know, maybe not. It just depends. It depends yeah. if you want um, uh, if you're looking for um, you know the flippable form factor. Which, to be fair, I'm, that, that's what I'm using right now, just so that I'm a little closer to the the mics. I've mm-hmm. got it flipped into uh, presentation mode. Mm-hmm. It's so just nice it's to so, have every now and then. It is uh, the included pin, uh, which we found out the CX nine is USI compatible. So if, if pinability is you know a big stickler, the CX nine does have that in the at least the higher trim. Having it in the device's chassis is very nice. Um, I always would say, especially with USI as an option now, that having a pin on the device in some way, shape, or form uh, is important because that gives you a pin when you need it. And then if you really want to have your choice of pen and comfort and you're going to write all the time and go buy you a nice USI stylus. The one that, that fits kind of what you want out of right. a USI pen. Yep. Yep. But then when you forget it, which you inevitably will, you've always got the one that you can just pull out of the side of the device to use in a, in a pinch. Um, I like that method. I know it takes a little bit of extra time and, and thought on the manufacturer's part, but just having a simple, it's not a big fancy pen. It's, it's just a little, you know, kind of flat sided. There uh, when you pen. need it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and it's, that's, it's super handy. And so, um, you know, I, this, this Chromebook gets a lot right, but the CX nine, I think gets more right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as long as you don't need a convertible, you know, yeah. if you're wanting that tablet style thing, again, I don't know if you buy a convertible Chromebook cause you love tablets. Like they, they're pretty bad tablets. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, but they're, they're okay, uh, for certain scenarios and like, being able to navigate with this pen is kind of nice. I've uh, been doing that a little bit while we've been on this. Um, you know, but yeah, it's different strokes because they're not that different. When we get to the, the, the specs across the, both of these devices, the prices aren't that different. 
Um, when we get an i7, 16 gigs of RAM with half terabyte storage in both models, the CX-9 is what, 1150? <clears> and the, the CX-5 is 1050. 1050, so yeah. It's very it's little bucks. difference. And I would say, as nice as this CX-5 is, and it's one of the nicer Chromebooks I've ever picked up. It's all aluminum. It's very sturdy. It's very slick looking. It's just, I really, really like this Chromebook. Uh, CX-9 is just in a different category. Uh, There's something real special about a device that only weighs two pounds that feels like, you know, you could throw it off a balcony and it would just survive. Like it, it is so substantial. It's, Straight up Pixelbook Go vibes. And um, it just looks cool. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> uh, the way the bezel, bottom bezel tucks down underneath when it's open. It's got that midnight kind of blue color to it. Um, perfect keyboard, perfect trackpad. And again, you could pick it up by the absolute tip of the corner, and there is not an ounce of flex in this thing. And it's just a, uh, it's just on another level. Uh, from a build quality standpoint, I mean, it, it is, it is something to behold. And, and I love that, you know, it feels like it's been a while since I've gotten to kind of geek out just on, on the pristine build quality of a Chromebook. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, the CX five is great. Like it's better. It's better than almost every other Chromebook out there from a build quality standpoint. This thing feels fantastic. Um, and it's nice to know that you can get this. I think it drops, they're going to offer, because the one we've got the i5, they're going to offer an i3 as well, uh, like 8128, I think. Um, and it's, am I right, Gabe? Is it 699? I think so, yes. Yeah. Um, for this kind of build quality with the pen, it's really great screen, great keyboard, great trackpad. Um, and again, just really slick looks. I mean, it just it is a beautiful Chromebook. I'm just sitting here. Yeah, picking, picking it up, and I'm hoping I'm not screwing my audio up. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> we can we can hear you. Uh, the mics are picking up you. Like I know I I've seen you uh, do enough unboxings. I know exactly what he's doing. He's doing the like. <laughs> he's just like like put like you, you know this move here, Gabe. He's just like you know it just you know he's. I wish we had video because I mean I, this is a perfect Robbie Payne reenactment right here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like you're probably nailing it. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, fingered, fing- you know, down the side. Oh, yeah, and so these sides are just... Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Got, it, this one's got good speakers on it, too. Like, they're not oh, amazing, yeah. but they're, yeah. they're good. Uh, I didn't check the CX-9, Gabe. Have you listened to the speakers on it yet? The, they're good. They're not exceptional, but they're good. They're not They're not your run-of-the-mill, like, bleh, you know, garbage yeah. speakers. That's kind of how these are on the CX, yeah. on the CX-5. They're, they're good. Um, yeah. And so, yeah... It's just cool that like, not that you're, we're not just getting one really high end uh, ASUS Chromebook. We've got two, and there are configurations lower, slightly lower configurations of the CX nine. I don't, it won't come down as far as the CX five does, and so. Yeah. But I mean, like you've got this, the CX nine kind of cascades down a little bit, and the CX five cascades a little down farther than that. Then the fifteen inch CX five, they're going to release in a Core i five of it. It's on the Google Store already. Um, It'll probably go up, I would think, to that 750 price point or something like that. Um, so it'll overlap with the CX5 5400, the 14-inch, and then the, that one will cascade down into that mid-500s category. It's gone on sale for under $500 a little bit. And then you get down into the the flips, the you know the CM3s, um, you know, and it's just like it's this beautiful 
line of Chromebooks that Asus now has to be like, hey, we, we can compete anywhere. And, you know, when you talk about low-end Chromebooks, I put the CM3 up against anything, like already just having messed with it for a few minutes. Like it's got a great screen and the keyboard feels nice and it's small and compact and affordable. And the CX-5, you know, I've talked about since we did the review of it, it's great. Like mm-hmm. it's a great, it's big, you know, not everybody's going to like a big Chromebook, but now you've got the cx five the 14 inch now that kind of dips down into that low end if you get the i3 version and then up at the top you've got the top end cx5 and the top end cx9 it's like man they have just covered the spectrum now with really solid chromebooks like these are not afterthoughts these are not poorly considered these are really fantastic machines and I, i just think i think hp has probably put pressure on all chromebook makers to be like look you know we're we're opening this thing up a little mm-hmm. bit and we're going after it and hp's been making great chromebooks uh you know the we said it last year with the the x360 14c like that was a great chromebook i wish the screen was better still wish the screen was better on it and they just iterated this year they they just released the 14c again and put a better processor in it because frankly they built a good enough chromebook in that chromebook that they didn't need to go reinvent it and so no yeah exactly but they released so many other iterations up and down the line. Um, you know, the I fully expect to see the C1030 just redone with um, with Tiger Lake processors yep. inside, which would be perfect because it's a great Chromebook, like a really great Chromebook. It's when I said earlier, like the CX9 and this CX5 uh, are in that upper echelon of Chromebooks of yep. like not many that can compete. I'm putting them up there with the original Google Pixels. Uh, the Chromebook Pixels, the original Pixelbook, the Pixelbook Go, and these. like, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and the HPC 1030, honestly, is one of the only ones I, I put in that kind of... I don't think I'm leaving anything out. Uh, yeah, and it's crazy because, I mean, as, as refined as the C1030 is, and it offers anything, everything you want in a Chromebook, and I've loved working on it, I, I would not let... If, if this device belonged to me... I would not let go of it. You would have to yeah. drag it out of my life <laughs> from dead. Cold yeah, death cold dead. It's like seriously, there's just, it, it has that. This is the first of the Samsung Galaxy tried, but this is the first yeah. device I've ever used that I can honestly say it has that that intangible pixel book vibe vibe yeah yeah it's yeah and i put that in the unboxing right i I published the article for robbie's unboxing i'm like i i have not been this excited about a device since the pics since we were in new york and they announced the pixel book and i i don't know if if you handed me a pixel book with these specs with this processor not the old processor I'd have a hard time choosing because I'm not a I, I'm a convertible doesn't sell me. I don't care about that. I, it, yeah, that I'm kind of the same. And, and the CX-9 surprisingly lays flat. I didn't realize with that yes. hinge that it would do that. So, I mean, that that to me, like the Pixelbook Go sometimes annoys me because it only opens to whatever, you know, I don't know what it is. It's about it's like, 185. Uh, no, no, not like even. No, it opens to like, yeah, 120, 130. Yeah. Yeah. And so sometimes you just you need to lay the screen back a little bit more to do whatever activity and you can't. Um, and so it's nice to know that the CX-9, like, I, I'm I'm personally probably never going to lay it flat and like write on it or whatever. Right. But I just don't use a pen that often. And if, if you're a person that's like, <laughs> hey, I need a pen and I constantly take notes and I flip it around in tablet mode, cool. 
get, go get the CX-5, this 14-inch CX-5, because, yeah, it's not quite as pristine as the CX-9. It is absolutely fantastic. Um, it's It's been a really, really great Chromebook. It's, uh, it's cool because it feels like they just have something to offer. There's an answer for everything. And and this is one of the testaments to Chrome OS being the way that it is, uh, especially when you stand it opposed to Android, for instance, is that Google has and remains and retains complete control over the operating system. So you're like, hey, this Asus fits the bill for me. Like this thing answers all the all the mail. Like I, I love this and this and this and this and this and this and this about it. With Android phones, you can say all that stuff you want, say about the Galaxy S21 Ultra. And you're like, man, it does all the things I want. You know, it's got all the hardware I want. But then I got to deal with Samsung software. Exactly. I got to deal with all the things that they can, they're free to do with Android and completely make it feel like almost a different operating system. That is not the case on a Chromebook. You're not going to get some better version of Chrome OS on those on the Pixelbook than you're going to get on this Asus. And so if this hardware scratches your itches, cool, then this is it. Like this is the, the device for you. There's no like, well, if it had the Google's version of Chrome OS, it'd be better. But, you know, well, there isn't any of that. And like, that's awesome yeah. that, you know, these hardware manufacturers can make are seeing the fact that they can start making these considered Chromebooks and and probably sell a, a ton yeah, of them. Yeah, and they're going to sell. That's what's most important. If they knew, if they didn't think they were going to get a return on, you know, the investment they've made to create, to craft, I mean, really craft oh, this is a, a device, device, you know, Both of these are. yeah, they, they wouldn't do it. I mean, that's just business. Like if there was no supply or if there was no demand, they wouldn't supply this device. Like yeah, it wouldn't right. exist. So that tells me the market has matured too a little bit. Right. You right. know, no, obviously 100%. Google, yeah, Google was in what it, it, it still is and was you know more uh, with their hardware in the past the creating the lighthouse device you know the hey this is it the go kind of still i mean the go is a, an amazing device mm -hmm. but it wasn't it, really is. It, it it was i don't know that it was a pure like lighthouse device i mean it, it was a little bit i guess but you know I you go back to the favorite. you go back to the pixel or, or the original pixels uh, the Pixel Book and the original Pixels, like those were, you know, truly crafted devices, and they were ahead oh, of their yeah. time. They were ahead of their time. I mean, obviously the Pixel Book sold like crazy, but you know, you kind of had this this time where something like last year's version of the Spin Seven Thirteen, like a nice Chromebook, a good right. Chromebook, just wasn't quite there. You know, it no. just wasn't quite there, and now you get this CX Nine that is just the only. It's just amazing. The market yeah, has it, matured. The market's ready for it. I think they're going to sell a ton of this thing. Yeah, Maybe not I, a ton. I, they're going to sell a lot of them. I think, you know, because now they can sell to enterprise people, but I think consumers are starting to come around to the idea of buying higher-end Chromebooks. And so, you well, know, they, you've got... You know, someone's gotten a taste of Chrome OS. They've bought a cheaper Chromebook. They like right. it. It's now their device. And now they're saying, well, I, there's these other heart, There's these other options out there. There is a premium, you know... For better or for worse, MacBooks are are very well crafted and nice devices. People yeah, buy them because right. they know what they're getting. They know it's well made. Blah blah blah. Now people are looking at something like the CX nine and saying, "Whoa, that like that's kind of got like that premium look and feel." And wow, this has this these couple cool little tricks. And and then oh yeah, by the way, like Robbie said, it's running the OS that I've come to love now. Right. Uh, yeah, I had the uh, C1030 somewhere the other day, and someone just assumed that I had a Mac yeah, in my hand. Yeah, sure, like, sure. Mm, 
No. Sure. The only nah. thing I'm going to say, the only thing I'll say, and I'm looking at it right now, I can see it literally, I can see it perfectly from where I'm sitting right now. This CX-9 is a, I don't know if it's fingerprint, it's uh, it's holding on to oils somehow. somehow yeah, the lid Whenever, is, so is I took rough. some photos after we did the unboxing, I, like, we wiped it down. We have these eye cloth, uh, basically alcohol type wipes, I don't know what exactly what they are, um, we wiped it down. I mean, we finished the review. Robbie completely wiped it down, and I took the photos. And there was a, I mean, clear like splotchiness all around the the front right side. Mm-hmm. Like so much, I, I couldn't use the photos. It didn't look good. I had to on Monday, completely or Tuesday, whenever it was, completely set up a new shot and get a new thumbnail because even then I was struggling. I had to angle the lid just right. To where you couldn't see some of the splotchiness. And that was after I sat there and wiped it down. So I don't know what material it is that it's holding on. Is it aluminum or is it one of those weird composites? No, it's, it's an alloy of some sort. See, I just, because yeah. the, yeah, the Pixelbook Go does the same thing. Yep. So uh, whatever yeah, that Pixelbook stuff is, is. Yeah, I think the Go is an alloy as well. Yeah, um, I mean, and, like, and I'm it's, looking it's, across the front of it and it is splotchy. Yeah, and it's the, and granted, it's the like dark color, color too. Yeah, it, that's exactly. It's the combination of the material and the color. Yeah, it's almost kind uh, of like uh, a matte look. I remember the that's... Lenovo. Remember the Lenovo Yoga, the C six thirty. Was that same? Oh like yeah. Navy? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the the yep. Lenovo IdeaPad does it too. Yep. And it's all aluminum. Uh, it's just that color, man. It, yeah. It, so yeah, finger if fingerprints bother you. That might you just yeah, need to have a cloth that, handy. But um, like. Yeah, I mean, if you it, okay, I'll say this: if you wipe it down, like it's not really noticeable to the like naked eye. If you're just sitting and kind of looking at it, whenever I was trying to take a photo, obviously, like I'm right, we're I'm shining partic- light. Yeah, on it. it's like you know, I'm I'm putting a lot of light on it, and it's kind of ex- exposing maybe some of that oil that's there. Uh, I, I think if if you're a, a general consumer and you're you know carrying this thing to meetings or for class or around the house or whatever. I think just the occasional wipe down will, will be fine, but it's something to consider. I mean, it is something to consider. I think that's something we, we need to address in the review for sure. So uh, and I'll say this like that. I, as you brought that up, I'm like, huh? Yeah. I've not wiped or done anything with this, uh, this right. five in it. I can't, I'm looking at them. Can't yeah. Find oh yeah. Right. It's so that's, night and day difference. That's, between that's the, two. the thing. It's like, man, if you're spending that much money on a Chromebook, is that something you want to have to think about? I don't know. Uh, It's just something to consider for sure. Yeah. Just wash your hands more often. (laughs) In general, everyone should just probably wash their hands more often. It's it's a COVID measure. That's what it is. It is. It's a COVID indicator. And it protects your Chromebook from getting splotchy. Your your Uh, Chromebook's just telling you, hey, man, your hands are probably dirty. You probably should go wash your hands again. So I'm working on the... I, we put out the CX-9 un- unboxing. I'm working on the CX-5 unboxing. We will put that out today or this weekend. So the, by, by the time you're listening to this, that unboxing will will likely be out there. And then next week, we'll we'll probably do something with the detachable. Uh, yep. Yeah, just so many, so many great Chromebooks floating around right now. It's awesome. I love it. Especially yeah. these Asus devices. They've... They're making a splash here. And we said it. We I think you mentioned this in one of the unboxings, Robbie. Like... We said it whenever Asus announced these devices back at CES. You know, it was all virtual, so we didn't have any hands-on time then. But just looking at the images, hearing kind of what they were doing, we said it then. We were like, "Man, Asus is making a splash! Like they're they're coming in pretty heavy with these devices." Um, 
and I think that's just that's amazing. It's it's good for consumers. You know, more options for everyone is is always good. So. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned. We're going to be putting out more videos on these devices as we figure out the review process. How we're going to do that for these. So yeah, if you're not if you're not subscribed over on the YouTube channel, you definitely need to do that. Go go check that out. We're on the run to 200k, by the way. <laughs> I, had plug, I had nice to plug. Nice I had to plug it somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, we we are nailed I, it. I hate. Yeah, I've been trying to get away. Like this is a news podcast. Like we talk about the news of the week. So it is timely in that way, but also like I want people to go back and be able to listen to episodes and not have to sit there and listen to me talk for 10 minutes about a giveaway that at maybe in the future when they're listening to that episode isn't going on. <laughs> so I've kind of like, I've gotten away from that a little bit, but yeah, huge shout out to MediaTek for making our on the run to 200K giveaway possible. There we go. Yes. yes, yes, um, yes. Okay. Uh, I think that's it for this week. Anything else on those devices, guys? Any? No, just more okay. to come. Yeah. Um, yeah, more to come. You know, I've got to, I've got to spend some time with this. Finish spending some time with this. We've got to sit down and figure out how we're going to get all these reviews done. Yeah, yeah, because um, there's more stuff coming. We can't talk about yeah. it, but there's more stuff so, coming. Yeah, I've got to, yeah. I've got to get some hands on time with the CX nine. Just make sure that the honeymoon phase. I don't want to review it in the honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, we try to be fair with that kind for of sure. stuff. So yeah, absolutely. It'd be easy for me to just go ahead and write a review. Just be like, this thing's the best thing I've ever used. Oh yeah, but totally. You know, yeah, I, I need to. I need to make sure that that's the case. Um, yep. I, I feel like that's probably going to be the case, but um, yeah. So we got we got yeah. work to do. We do. We do. Uh, we need you. We're, we're glad. We're very glad. Work-life balance. We're very glad you are on vacation and getting to spend some time with family. But get back. Get back yeah. here now. I'm not going to lie. I'm, you I'm, drive I'm back. Ready, I'm ready to come back to work. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? I love that. Like I love that we get to do, uh, we get to do something that is truly uh, something that we love and that we really truly enjoy doing. It's it's yeah, it's a, I, it's a gift I had that, for sure. That uh, Zen moment on the beach of ah, you know, yeah, staring nice. into the sunset and being like. Wow. I'm, glad, I got, I'm glad I had vacation, and but I'm also I'm ready to go Excited. home. Excited, yeah. Ready to go these, back to work. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's cool to love your job. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, thanks to everyone for for listening to this podcast and reading our articles and watching our YouTube videos. You guys are great. So okay, uh, that's it for this week. We appreciate you all tuning in. Uh, we know this was a long one, but we hope that you enjoyed it. Lots to talk about. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up, and we'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.